Welcome to The Feast, brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Trees and green and questions from Facebook. Oh, you mean the 35-point win didn't go to overtime, Kyle? (laughs) Points. We all get points. (laughs) Talk to the hand. I'm not spreading. Full spread. I don't spread for the roses. No, I hate hate Ohio. Pound sign me on Twitter. Brought to you by Sky Mint Premium Cannabis. This is The Feast by Spinebuster Sports. And as always, we're hosted by the man who's never not ready, Sox Sanchez. Can I get a bite of your ice cream? Can I lick the crumbs from your table? Can I interfere with your crisis? No, mind your own business. You can look the crumbs from my grundle. <laughs> All right, not a thirty-second vibe. <laughs> Man, they already, they already turned it off. Feast, we're the feast. Spinebuster Sports, grundle crumbs, grundle crumbs. <laughs> Hashtag grundle crumbs. <laughs> Cleveland grundle crumbs. Episode forty-six, because it's a great number. You guys can talk about some people if you want. Mike Maroth made me happy. Yeah, lefty. Yeah, lefty is really bad. Yammer Candelario. <laughs> um, yeah, remember when we had that pitching staff of like him and Bonderman, and they all like sucked. They were like, oh yeah, they were was, like, they yeah. were like the next five arms of the Detroit Tiger <laughs> yeah. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonderman made it through. I think they lost like 119 games. Yeah, Bonderman ended up being okay. Marath made it through a little bit, and then uh, Verlander was uh, Verlander the tail was end, the tail end, the tail end of, the of that. Yeah. I was like, I was always a big Nate Corhano, Cornejo fan. Oh, God. He had a great sinker ball. <laughs> sinker ball that lets home runs. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that's, that, that never works out well. Yeah. yeah. More of a non-sinker ball. Yeah. More of a see you later. Masturbator. Eliminator. <laughs> <laughs> see you later. Terminator. The Terminator. Well, what's the rest of it? Anyway. Uh, the 40, Dominator. The Dominator. The Sperminator. The Sperminator. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm Socks. As you didn't know by now. Hello, socks. There's burns over there. <laughs> and Kyle's here too. Hi, producer Kyle. Uh what's on? What, what, what's up, Kyle? What's well on the menu this week? Yeah, we, menu. We talked some uh, potential trades and well, well, some that happened and some that haven't happened in full spread. I can't wait to talk about Red Wings. I, you guys ready for another ben. forty-five minute binge? Chubbed up, chubbed. Up. I got, I got, I. I <laughs> You know me, I, I'm never prepared. Sox is always ready to talk to his hand. This I'm always, talk oh, to the hand. I can't. There's so many th- scenarios. Steve Eiserman's just a hell of a dude. We just uh, don't know what he's thinking. I think I know what he's thinking. <laughs> Detroit Tigers minute. Hey, they won six in a row, and yeah. then they shaved Santiago's head, and then they fucked it up. <laughs> yep. Uh, uh, a little Pistons news. And the top ten. Pro wrestlers of all time. Mm, I watched the Undertaker thing last night. My specialty. Um, yeah. How many <laughs> over over under six and a half? How many times Burns says John Cena? <laughs> yeah, right. John Cena, Bray Wyatt. Um. Yeah. That, yeah. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I think I. I think you'll be interested in who my who I think will be number one now. Ooh. Yeah. Well, I have my personal favorite, but as far as. The business. Sox's personal yeah, favorite. Yeah. Daniel Charlotte Bryan. Flair. Daniel Bryan. Oh, wrong one. And what you gonna do? Oh, wrong one. <laughs> there better be a yes. What? 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 Oh, no. What? 
We're gonna get sued by broken skulls. What's happening? What? You're not a good DJ. Remix. Wiki wiki. So yeah, ten favorite wrestlers, best wrestlers, something like that. Yeah. Kyle's excited. Greatest wrestlers. Greatest. The greatest. The greatest. The greatest Grendel chewers. <laughs> no, that's not on the list. Those are the Tigers. Oh. They chewed up the Grendel that's really the, good. The, the Detroit <laughs> Minute. Yeah. Chomp, chomp. How was the week? Well, I'm, I, I'm good. My week's fine. Vanilla. Do we, even, do we need to talk about weeks anymore? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, a, we're a depressed trio. Bags of shit. So... Hey, this is our this this day is our fun day, and then everything in between is like yeah, whatever. Everything to get to Monday, <laughs> exactly. Oh uh, well, okay. Before we get into full spread, then okay. Uh, do you have anything random? You guys got anything random? Probably, I've but not, not right now. Nothing. It'll right come now. up eventually, I'm okay. sure. Well, my big question was: What's uh, your big question oh this boy. week? Kyle? We're talking about oh pro, boy, we're talking about pro wrestlers this week. Okay, most overrated professional. I already know what you're gonna history. say. I already know what you're gonna say. I, mean, I knew right when I read the notes of what Kyle's was gonna say. Uh, I don't think you do. I don't think you do. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. I think you think that I'm gonna say what as friends you just assume I'm gonna say. Like you think I'm gonna say either Cena or Hogan, oh. probably. Oh, really? Hmm, Goldberg. No, actually, even though uh, I didn't really think of him, but yeah, no, he's definitely on the list. Well, I, apparently, I don't fucking know you. <laughs> because there's somebody else, I think, that had a longer career and was more worthless than Goldberg. Roman Reigns. But Chris Burns, most overrated? <laughs> um... CM Punk. I fucking knew you were going to say it. You're fired. <laughs> Socks. Hmm. Most overrated. I don't know, man. Uh, who do I always hate? There's, there's, you got no probably more than I do of who I hate. <laughs> of who you hate? Hogan. Um. Yeah, this is thrilling. Yeah, I don't Great know. talk for the ear holes. <laughs> well, mine is the total package Lex Luger. Okay. Mm. Yeah. Okay. The guy that never quite measured up to what everyone thought he was going to be regardless of whether it was in WCW. How about I got WWE. one? How about meat? <laughs> Remember meat? Yeah. Sean Stasiak. Sean Stasiak. Meat. Yeah. I, yep. No. He had he a great a, physique. Yeah. And he was the, he was a second generation wrestler. Yeah. He was the son of uh, Stan, the man Stasiak. Yep. So meat, meat, meat brought to you by Spinebuster Sports. <laughs> Glacier. Meat. Yeah. Oh, I got one. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. I hate that bastard. Dude, listen to his podcast. You'll love him. Trust me. I'm also. I'm serious. I, like it's it's because it's a different take on any other. Like Jeff Jarrett's take on pro wrestling is different than everyone else's because he grew up. At, his dad owned was in the business. Grew up through it. Owned like walked out on WWE like two or three times. Did everything kind of how he always wanted to do it and didn't really answer to anybody. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, that's why he's a dickhead. Yeah. Mm. You dickhead. You dickhead. How long till Vince is gone? Uh, probably he he's spent more keeping women quiet than he did on WCW. So probably yeah. pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That may be a good thing for the WWE. Oh, I think it's a spectacular thing for the WWE. Yeah, for the like, creative side for sure. Right. Well, exactly. And I, I've already heard that 
Triple H is back in uh, Orlando with NXT. We'll see. And um, he's like, mind your own business. But we'll see, you know, what happens down there now. Uh, and, yeah, things could be interesting, you know. Uh, Austin Theory won the Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked about that last week. He's probably, I imagine, when, at some point when Roman Reigns loses the championship, Austin Theory will cash in. Right there. Right there. Mm. I don't think he'll go up against Roman Reigns, but mm. Roman Reigns is going to slip up, and Austin Theory is going to... Scoop up. Yeah, then be another heel to carry for a while. Mm. <coughs> nice. But... Are we ready? I mean, yeah, I'm trying to think Are of Are you ready? Uh, well, I'm trying to still think of overrated people. But <coughs> I'm going to stick with the meat for now. Meat. Prince Ayukea. Alex Wright. No, come on, Alex, <laughs> right? He was a German gem. That's all he was. German here. Yeah. <laughs> Ken Shamrock. Norman Smiley. Oh, I like Norman Smiley. He's a good wrestler. The Big Wiggle. And speaking of Big how about How about Mean Street Posse? They can go to hell. You can suck a fat one. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. It's the, the pound cake of pro wrestlers there, <laughs> other than the great Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You see uh, some hockey guy, like, marked out for Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was kind of cool, I guess. But you ready to spread or not? Well, I'm waiting on you. You're in the controls. Hit it. Yes or not. Full spread. I'm not ready. Welcome back. Full spread. What are we talking about on the full spread menu? First thing, porterhouse first. items. Yeah, porterhouse. Are we doing items. sausage links? Oh yeah, bite the pillow. We're going to dry. Baker done in Cleveland. Oh great, this is a full <laughs> spread. <laughs> light light yes. news week this week. Uh, Mayfield takes three and a half million dollar pay cut to join the Carolina Panthers. Carolina sends a conditional fifth round pick. Cleveland pays ten million dollars of <laughs> Baker's salary, and Carolina will play five five. Ugh. Also, hi, hi. Uh, in a side note, the Browns are, are paying Deshaun, I hump tables, Watson, $230 million to probably not play this year as well. Yeah, well, almost I guarantee too. So good job. Yeah. That's my favorite franchise. A um, couple things. Most interceptions <laughs> by the 2000. The, the Panthers' odds to win the Super Bowl dropped. Dropped. After they acquired Baker Mayfield. I'm starting to that feel makes bad sense. for him a little bit. Because <laughs> now they have a quarterback competition between Baker Mayfield and Sam Darnold. Hey, maybe they'll push each other to potential, man. You never know. Never know. Never know. Yeah, the number um, one and number three pick in the 2018 draft. Yeah, who had the most interceptions in the draft. And did I see, I'm pretty sure that they back paid Deshaun Watson's contract a whole bunch. I don't think that they're paying him that much this year. Yeah, even though it's a guaranteed. Lot of it. Yeah. Regardless, yeah, and and is it still looking like it's going to be the whole year? Is that what everyone's saying? That's what it seems right now. But okay. until we actually hear something, and you know, with appeals like like we said last week, it's been it'll, if it goes the whole year, it'll be two years since he's played football. Right. That's why you almost just don't appeal it. I mean, I, I don't know. If I guess all oh, you get time served though, right, on an appeal. But like they're still going to go indefinite right. for like another season, right. so. They're not going to – I doubt the NFL is going to be like, yeah, you uh, – You're a piece of shit. You, you sat out all last season, so we won't – we'll let, like, count that for you. No, that's probably not going to happen. Like, I feel bad for Robbie Anderson. Let's just put it that way. He's talking about retiring. 
Did you see that? I did. <laughs> he it's, hates Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Mm. He's played with Darnold his whole career. <coughs> imagine that. Remember when we remember going when, to a different place and not, having a quarterback follow you there? And I, then, imagine being so bad that a guy will literally retire instead of play with you. Yeah. I don't know. It's I mean, at the Barry same time, Sand- it's that's what same- Barry Sanders did to a franchise, right? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. At the same time, be an adult and get over it and just play football. But I agree. You know, I don't know. Enough Baker Mayfield too. I mean, yeah. Is there any more updates from the USFL? No, no, that ended. Remember, uh, but like <laughs> up next is you know we're waiting for one of these things to hit, and now it's where Jimmy G ends up next, and there's been a lot of talk with him being linked to the Browns for like a one year. Uh, on a one-year tryout uh, going into his uh, free agency. Seahawks. Yeah. I doubt you think in division, really? Oh. Well, yeah, so. I could see it. Unless you like Drew Locke a lot. Right. Which yeah. you don't. I no. love him. Love him. Love him. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. So, Seattle, Detroit. There's been some talk of the Saints, I guess, as a potential landing spot for him, even though I think they're committed to Jameis. 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 Eating them dubs. Jameis, Jameis. Eating them Ws. Hey, he looks like a billion bucks week one last year against Packers. Yeah. I don't know. Football's not – I'm not ready for football. Let's move on. You better get ready. (laughs) We're like, yeah. we're 60 days away, bro. Hey, can you um, get the league? Going? I know Kyle's gonna, You're going to tell by your face that Kyle mentioned something. To he you. did not. Bullshit. Why no, would he I did. do something like that? <laughs> yeah. I don't need to tell everyone how much you hate me. I mean, everybody just know the fucking rules. R- rules. It's July. Yeah. I do it July 25th every <laughs> fucking year. <laughs> July 11th. Yeah. There's yeah two weeks. Are you prepared fuck no am i ever prepared <laughs> i don't even know who's in the league forgot <laughs> all right well last piece of full spread this week uh we have not touched on the fact that Kyrie and durant want out of new jersey yeah yeah i don't know if they're gonna get it yeah uh, but you know the thing with durant as much as he's a profile player is like he's got one understanding he's got four years left on his contract and Brooklyn's not going to get anything less than a fucking haul for him because he's got four years on his contract. So, Did you see what they asked the Timberwolves for? Carl <laughs> uh, Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, and four first-round picks. Yeah, no. It's no. So, sounds I would like, laugh in their face. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. I'm even thinking, like, Pistons-wise, like, no. All well, set. Right, because the Pistons. Because then you'd have to give up Cunningham. Right. You right, know, No, right. all set. Right. So what is Brooklyn going to get out of this? And is Durant just going to eventually settle down? I don't think it's going to affect his legacy because I know you're going to bring that up with your next question, so I'll skip it for you. I don't think it's going to affect anything with him because he's already a hell of a player. You know, like his legacy. I, I think he's not going to get <laughs> I think he's not going to get traded. Suck a fat one. And he's still going to he's still going to be competitive as shit. I agree. You know, so I, agree. Oh, I, th- I don't think it's going to change. I think like, Kyrie might get traded, but if I were if I was Brooklyn, I wouldn't trade either one of them, and I'd try to win one more. Gen- I'd try to they win. Have, a it's not like they have, a bad, they have a great team. Right. Well, not a great. They have a team that's right. they, has potential they have to ben win. Simmons, Kyrie Irving, and Kevin Durant. I would tell both of them to fuck off, and they're going to play another year well, because Kyrie is a free agent, and then whatever. Then you get a well, new why, you know, then that's Kyrie. But you young. can trade Durant then. Kyrie opted in. That's it. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Player option. He opted in, 
and then ask for a tra- like, come on. Yeah. So, no, and you only ask for a trade because Kevin Durant. Did, right. Like, so just make them make them play together. Yeah, give them a, give them a full ride, like prepared going into the playoffs. I would like to see where that team goes. Yeah, with those two. Even if Ben Simmons didn't eventually play along, if well, yeah, he did, that's true. he's probably not going to play ever again. But if so. he did, you know, a great perimeter defender, awesome. Blah oh, yeah. blah. But let's say if he didn't, I still think they're fine because those two are top five players in the league. Yeah, but they can't play any defense. Well, they can sure score a lot, so right. you just never know. They at least yeah. get it to the second round. Yeah, if they're in a high seed. Yeah. So. I don't think their goal going into that whole thing was second round though. I, Championship I, or bust. I'm just giving them the realistic yeah. vibes. That's their problem, not mine. Shit. <laughs> Fuck you know what I mean? Like come on, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Mind your own business. Fuck them. Mind your own business. Fuck those assholes. What you gonna do? Gonna try to interfere with their crisis. <laughs> no. Mind your own business. These are setting up at hoops. I'm slamming them through like Jalen Duran, baby. All right. Well, <laughs> that ends this week full spread. Before we get into uh, Wimbledon, somebody went to Wimbledon? Novak. Novak Djokovic. Novak. Joker, right? Yeah, I really wanted Curios to win. That would have been fun. I really wanted Rafael Nadal to win. Yeah. Was Pete Sampras in it this no, year? No, no. He took this year off. Oh, but Agassi was in another Canon commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Sorry. Uh, before we uh, get into Yo Yo and Hot Dog, next guide to Florida. Okay. Uh, greatest wrestling t-shirts of all time. T-shirts? t-shirts? 316. Yeah. Austin 316. <laughs> I, NWO. NWO. Uh, the beard is here. I mean, I will. I mean, I've got yeah, the yes one. The yes. Yeah. The, the maroon yes one. Yeah. The bullet club. That's a good one. Yeah. I think the 316 one, man. Austin like, 316 probably is. Or NWO. Yeah. The okay. John Cena one with his own face on it. You can't see it. <sighs> it's gonna be a John Cena type of show. <laughs> <sighs> Yo Yo and Hot Dog next guy to Florida. Interestingly enough, John Cena lives in Tampa. Weird. Best WWE rap album ever. <laughs> Macho Man Randy I'm Savage's a- rap album. <laughs> Uh, no, don't even. Macho Man Randy Savage's rap hold album. On, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pull that shit no, no, up no, no, right no. now. No, 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 no. Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> Did he ever actually participate in a match in the WWE? He was. I don't know. I felt like he took a bump once. I think he did. I mean, he did an AEW. Hey, forgot about that. Hey, rap album, baby. But Diesel, Shaq Diesel. Do you want me to shoot it? No, do you want me to pass it? No, do you want me to slam? Slam. Da, 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 you don't da, really da, da. know words. Dude, I, got more, I got more. In, I got more in the bank. I need to, here's another one. Here's another one. Can you save some of this for Poetry Corner? No, hold on. That's a good idea, but here's another one. Ready? I hate to brag. Damn, I'm good. That's another one. I got more in the chamber, too. I, let's go on. Let's move on. Oh, my goodness. What are you doing over there? Nothing. Yeah, <laughs> or, or, mind your or, mind your own business. Ordering food. Yeah, I'm ordering. <laughs> Talking with DoorDash. Yep, ordering food. Okay. <laughs> the Macho Man Randy Savage rap album called "Be a Man." Oh, Jesus Christ! Does Oscar De La Hoya count? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Come to me whenever you're lonely. I don't think that's a rap album. Ah, well, there's R&B to it. Maybe Which is not right, <laughs> but it's. <laughs> but if you, yeah, you're right. 
Kyle's Kyle's over there about to lose it, looking up Randy Savage. <laughs> I've looked up Randy Savage lyrics. Because <laughs> Hulk Hogan's like Rodney Dangerfield. He gets no respect. That's a that's a line. I remember the videos. I remember the videos because he was like, they were black and white, and he had like the microphone that came down and shit. Like, I'll punk your butt out for the world to see. And I'm sure, and I'm sure he said it like this. <laughs> All right, Yo Yo and Hot Dog next guy to Florida. Yeah, hitting it. Okay. Yeah, Hot Dogs, Florida. Summer is here, the kids are getting out of school, and vacations are getting planned. Don't wait to plan or be on vacation and have nothing to do. Hi, I'm Kyle from Spinebuster Sports, and now you can go to shop.spinebustersports.com and get your copy of Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. Now you can enjoy the Sunshine State like a pro with Yo-Yo and Hot Dog Next Guide to Florida. It is your quintessential guide to everything Florida has to offer. Want to fish for sharks? You'll be the coolest guy in a boat since Michael Bolton. Eats! This has every fast food establishment in the state listed, as well as reviews of drive through times and customer satisfaction. Amusement parks? You bet your corn-fed ass we do. You'll be running around with that rodent and all his fucking pals quicker than you can say 1-800-DIAL-IT-UP. Hotels and rentals? You'll be in the house in no time. Bing bong! Hello! Act now and get a special gift. Joe Caputo's Guide to Tampa Nightlife. Find love or tickle that naughty side of you with this guide to get filled with Tampa Nightlife. And order in the next 15 minutes and we'll also include the Frugler's Takeout Deal and Fast Food Guide to All of West Michigan. This offer won't last long, so act now. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com and powerbomb your vacation. Yo-Yo and Hot Dogs Next Guide to Florida does not include half gallons of Captain or Tito's, Ubers to Wendy's, fireproof carpet, or repeated calls from your friends to delete Facebook statuses, and all sales are final. Plus, coming soon to shop.spinebustersports.com, the Glaze My Pound Cake t-shirt. Go to shop.spinebustersports.com for everything The Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise related. And don't forget, tune in every Tuesday at 8 a.m. for The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms. I think that's my favorite music for any of our promos. It's, n- it's not as good as the questions for Facebook music. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm in a bar in the middle of fucking Canada. <laughs> Canadia. Canadia. Shag Diesel. CD. He's a DJ. That's what now. I said. <laughs> um, you yeah. know he's a DJ now, right? DJ he's Shaq. Diesel. He's a he's just a all American entrepreneur. Yes, that guy. Hot dog next. A DJ now. Yes. DJ no. hot dog neck. DJ DJ hot dog neck. DJ HDN. Oh man. <laughs> 33. Yeah, go to com for all your The Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise. Yeah, the, I get it. This is The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, and we're brought to you by Skyman, Skyman Premium Cannabis. When your day's got you down and you feel like nada, go to Skyman Premium Cannabis and get a big bag of ganja. Yeah, get there. July 17th. Got to be 21 years older. Okay. 
You'll be 21 years and older. You can't be stacked with other discounts. We appreciate the partnership with them. So please uh, show respect and go get some uh, some ounces or two. What do you respect always say? Respect the elderly, motherfucker. Yeah, respect the elderly. <laughs> and then it helps us out. Remember, every week, tell three of your friends about the Feast podcast. Golden rule. I know. If you need an explanation, just tell them it's very good sports information with very terrible dick jokes. <laughs> For the most part, or ass jokes, or grundle jokes today. Grundle crumbs. Burns, let's let's talk about you and I for a little bit. Ooh. Kyle's left the Juicy. room. He's got things going on. Well, okay. So let's talk about something that Kyle would interrupt us about. <laughs> let's, hmm. let's talk about the let's talk about the Cubs and their future. You okay. Any, you have any background with that? I uh, I have a touch. Uh, I like I like Nico Horner. I do too. Really good fielder. Um, he can start hitting. Hopefully, his bat can come through at some point. Oh. Um, I think that you have to probably keep wisdom. He's been uh, looking good, and I it. We'll see. They're kind of in purgatory I, right they now. They are. I think if they don't trade Wilson Contreras at the trade deadline, then that means that they're going to try to keep him, which I hope they do. How, is he about twenty-seven? Yeah. Yeah. And like I, I mean, if he then he's going to be their face of the next. And he needs to be. Yeah. You can you can make the face of your franchise a catcher well, and no then problem. be really good still. I mean, give him a so, five year six right, year deal. He's right. thirty three. Exactly. Go from there. Yep. Yep. So. I really hope that they do decide to keep him. I think if you build your team around, you know, your middle infield of Horner yeah. and Madrigal, yeah. right, which yeah. which they can be, you know, one, hopefully a one and a nine hitter maybe. Yeah, or um, worse, in case they're one and two if they or, need it. Right, right. And then Wisdom and yeah. um, and Contreras, and then everyone else is fair game. They need Jason Hayward off the books, yeah. which I still think has one <laughs> one more horrible year left. Um, and they have a couple guys, but they're going to need to spend some money on free agency yeah. to start to turn it around. They're just, uh, yeah, they're pretty, their pitching staff is horrid. They're pretty depleted. Yeah. Like they're in that weird purgatory of yep. like, they either need to make moves and get prospects or just use the free agent market. Yep. So yeah, that's all. Hi, Kyle. Oh, hi guys. What's we did up? Cubs corner. We did Cubs Cub, corner. Cubs corner with Cubs Chris corner Burns. Chris yeah. Burns. Wow. So. Yeah, I've been meaning actually to bring that up up the cubbies for a while. So oh, good. Well, Andrew did it. Yeah, good. <laughs> High five. <laughs> I did it. Producer Andrew. Producer Socks. <laughs> You're so good at improv. I, you know, am I? Am I? <laughs> Listen to episode two. Yeah, right. <laughs> 100%. Well, I was telling uh, Burns earlier how you guessed. Why'd the, your voice get all sexy? The Bengals run to the playoffs. Mm, yeah. Mm. In episode 14 of The Feast. Okay. Uh, I was going to talk about greatest WWE story of all time, storyline of all time, but do you guys just want to get into Talk to the Hand? Well, that's right. Okay. Well, we'll Let's just do the WWE when we do the other WWE. Oh, I've got all the things to talk about. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm sleeping here tonight. Uh, what was the question? Greatest storyline of all time. I had uh, Summer of Punk. The, what Stephanie what, McMahon getting nailed by Triple H. <laughs> <laughs> what could have been with the invasion angle of WWE when to fuck Let, it up. L- listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> Don't even open that box with that kind of shit. Yeah. Because uh, that one, and then the one with the, uh, what was that one group that came out with the masks? Not the Ascension, but. Uh, Wyatt Family? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, 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 no. 
Um, oh, no, uh, no, 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 the one no, recently, no, no. Uh, yeah. Retribution. Re- w- like perfect concept, but just blow, blow. They, they blow me. Yeah, no. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> You know, it's always funny. The Wyatt family. Because of all the jokes. (laughs) You're opening a box that's just going to ruin my day. Well, and like, so I really think it comes down to probably Summer of Punk. Hey, Socks, how come you don't pay attention to pro wrestling anymore? This is the reason. The year of the GOAT. (sighs) When he won the championship. You don't think the Wyatt family is one of the best? They could have been way better, is what I'm saying. Yeah. They rushed the Daniel Bryan storyline yeah. so fast to yep. put in because that's what they were going to do. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, we got to put him in the main event. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's why they rushed. Yeah. Him to the well, when you're having stadiums across the land doing well, the yes chance like a motherfucker, right? Like, oh, right, here's right, the money maker. Right, One yep. punk pieced out. Yeah. Like, it was, yeah, it was crazy. But uh, yeah, you ready to talk? Red Wings. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm excited to talk about Stevie Y. Okay, well, he makes ready. me happy in a lot of places. My heart. <laughs> well, my heart. It makes my heart happy. Grab the lotion and your favorite, the feast towel. It's time to talk to the hand. Burp. Talk to the hand. I almost said full spread. <laughs> <laughs> talk to the hand, Detroit sports, Michigan sports. Michigan. Detroit shaped like, or Michigan shaped like a hand, ladies and gentlemen. Believe it or not. Know. Believe it or not. Yeah. Where are you from? Here. Yeah. This is why we the need the fatty video. part. Point to your palm. <laughs> Point to the palm. Shake it to the left. Like we all do. Detroit Red Wings. Draft this last week. Oh, we're going Red Wings first? Yeah. Okay. Red yeah, Wings. We, Red Wings. Wing dings. The, the Detroit Tigers minutes like the break in the middle. Oh, well, I didn't know if we were going Pistons first. So No, Red Wings. Uh, you know, I, uh, the safe pick. Casper was yep. the safe pick. Uh, they've watched a lot of games. I think they have... Based on the scouting reports that I've read, I think they have a way more excited upside about his offense than I think I've read about. But the way that Steve Eisman's building this team, I was kind of like looking at it a little bit more. Like, you know, he's getting players. Like Casper, I think given one year, he might be in Detroit next year. He's that mm-hmm. type of player. I think these pieces by next year, like the pot of all the youngins, the 20, 21, 22, 23, like, this year's a big year for the development side. Next year is going to be the year of who we keep, who's going to be our, our, our bulk, our nuts. You know, um, it's interesting how he's built. I think that was a big reason for that pick, too, because I think he's just won one more Swedish league year in, and I think I can see him making the team next year. I mean, he scored. He had the most points of any under-18 player in the Swedish league. And, that you know, that's a deceiving thing when you're looking at statistics. Like, you're looking at guys. it wasn't play, a ton. It was, like, only, like, 11 points or something. Yeah, like that, but, but he's playing, you know, third, fourth line minutes, but he's also playing with men. This yeah, is no, a men's league. Full grown These are men. guys that <laughs> right, are, right. you know, just below the NHL level. You know, AHL is great, but, I, you know, SHL is, I think, that much better. And you guys, you're playing with guys that play have played in the NHL before that are still playing in Sweden. Uh, great four checker, great skater through the neutral zone. Um, fouls, his, you know, finishes his checks. I think the one thing that's uh, a chip for it was he's he's a player that's hard to play against. You know, I was starting to slowly build these teams, and I, you know, I was thinking about it too. You typically you look at you know, your your four forward lines, right? You typically have two two scoring lines, a nice checking line, and then a line of whatever, you know, another scoring line potentially. 
I think I, I the way that we're I was looking at our roster and like the next couple of years of what our lineup would be. I think our four lines are going to be the same, They're just deep. We're just pl- playing one line. Just, just sides. like they're they're all going to be the same. So I'm I'm curious to see hmm. if he's trying to change change the way of it. Like, hey, I'm going to roll all four of lines that can do everything all day long. So you want to put your checking line out there? I can trump you because I got scoring on this line. Oh, you're gonna put your top line out there? Well, this line can check you too. The way I'm looking at it is, hmm. it's interesting. That is interesting because I, you know, one player, and I know we're gonna talk about the draft, but I, I wrote it. I wrote it in my notes. Rasmussen. I know we over, we jumped like jumped a gun on him. We got him like way too high. He could have dropped. Yep. But you look how what he played last year. And we drafted him to be a guy that sits in front of the net. He's six six. Goalies are getting taller. But last year he played center. One one draws on the faceoff. Played on the penalty kill. And not only played on the penalty kill, but did pretty well. So to me, that shows that he's willing to do whatever it takes to be a Red Wing. And you know, yeah, he was a what ninth overall. But if he turns out to be that third line depth guy of where he can do everything on the ice, it's going to be a value pick in the end. Because it's gonna be that that deep, you know. If you can, if you, your third line could be deep like that, it's interesting. Uh, interesting, and you have to trust what Stevie Y is gonna do. You, but man, like bring in one of these free agents for me, like yeah. And I think that well, we have to spend yeah, like, we have to got, spend at least eleven million dollars right. to hit the bottom well, line. And, yeah, and why are we just trying to hit the bottom line? Why don't we actually try well, to get good? So that's the other thing too. Is these guys that are coming out are twenty seven, twenty eight. He's not ready to burn an eight year deal on these guys yet. Okay. So the only I think the only potential one would be a Goodrow from Calgary. I think he'd be the only one that'd be worth it. Yeah. You know, Trocheck's twenty nine. You really want to give him a seven year deal? So he's there till thirty six. Philip Forsberg. He's already signed with Nashville. Oh, he did. Yeah, gone. Marty Reop. What about Evander Kane? Same thing, but I want to give him, a, you know, if he's willing to take three years, sign me up. I'm good with that. Yeah. You know, they're going to, so we talked about Dan Petrie. His son, Jeff, is a defenseman from Montreal. They're going to unload his contract. Now he is 34. But yeah, he's a great, he'd be a perfect defenseman for that decor. He's a solid stay-at-home defenseman. We need to eat some money. We get a pick back with Montreal. That's a scenario that's I would see happening real quick. Because he wants to be home in Michigan. He had another kid. His family's from here. It all kind of makes sense. So if they work out the, the what Detroit's going to get back for eating this contract, I think it's a win-win. Okay. Kind of like the stall deal. Right. You know. So I think that's going to happen. So I think he's on the books for like four and a half for the next three years. So there's some of it there. You still got to sign Zadina. You still got to sign um, potentially Ulevi, potentially Wallman. Okay. But, yeah, who we're going to throw, you know, the free agent that's – you know, you talked about Palat. You know, those yeah. are starting to get hot. Yep. Um, for Trocheck, like you know, if Trocheck's willing to take a two, three year deal, sign me up. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Um, Forsberg resign with Nashville. Yeah, yep. he re up for eight years. You, you know, um, like, I mean, if you could get Gaudreau though, yeah, that's a, that's awesome. But you know, you know, it's hard to say. You don't know what he's thinking. He what he what he did say. So there's a couple funny things when he was doing the interview he said there's a lot of things that i didn't get done that i wanted to get done so that made me curious of what that meant i also read another article that exec said 
Uh, just to let everybody know, Steve Eisman's called every team at least three or four times about multiple players on each team, so he's up to something. Okay. Yeah. So I like to hear that. So it's just kind of like what 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 twenty three twenty four restricted free agent type of player is somebody willing not to resign that we can get to resign. You know, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. we're looking for. Yep. Who that might be? You know, we still talked about Jacob Chikrin from Arizona. We've talked about him many times. You never know. At this point, it's got to come true. We've said it seventy <laughs> times. But I think I think Petrie <laughs> with this scenario just makes the most sense. An older veteran player, you know, he's a he's not going to wow you, but he's going to he's a good fit for what we got coming up. Um, so I don't know, man. But I think, he's ready to start winning. I know. Uh I know, but you know, Tampa Bay didn't start winning until year what eight. So, yeah, but we've already been. We're already in year what five. Well, we're in year six. three. You're going into year four with Steve, right? Yep, four. But, but big year, huge year for Zadina, huge year for Valeno. Yeah, those guys somehow can score goals. We're way better shape, and then we just got to decide who our defenseman's going to be. Mm-hmm. Now we talked about the Huso trade. Uh, for a third round pick, we talked about it. I yeah. think as a group, like, hey, yeah. did you like it? At first, I'm like, why are we trading a pick for a UFA? Well, it makes sense with the goalie market being dry as can yep. be. We just totally effed Toronto, Edmonton, and Washington yep. now. Um, so dry. How dry paid, is it? And paid <laughs> paid less than what we would have for him on the open market uh, on, yep. because we gave up that third round pick. Right. So, so we, we had the rights before you hit free agency. Yep. Now we have a duo for the next three year, two years at least. Yep. With Eisman even saying, "Hey, we plan to re up Nadalkovich." So, and then one of those guys burn out. Then you bring up Kosa. Now your now your goalie sustainability is good for the next seven ten years. Yep, perfect. Now let's move on. You got Cider. You got Evanson coming out. If you can lock that pair in and have Evanson have a great year if he plays in Detroit, there's your top pair. Let's move on. And then you start plugging these pieces. Then mm-hmm. you, our top nine on paper. I always forget about Jacob Rana. Yeah, like I I, I'm, I'm excited to see what he can do for a full year. As long, yeah, as long as he can stay, stay healthy, healthy, he could. I mean, he was on pace for 40 goals. You know, right? Interesting. You know, you start when Fabry comes back. You still have you know Zadina, Rasmussen, Naya Valeno. It's, mm-hmm. it's interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's a huge year for moving forward. And then you know, if somebody does pop, what does Zadina starts popping him off? Do you trade Berduzzi? You know, right? Have you made right. now? Have you made that decision that is he going to be the Part of that core with Dylan now that we're just going to call it a day, which is fine. I'm fine with. I just kind of want to know. Right. You know, I love Bertuzzi. I was kind of thinking about it when the draft was happening and Shane Wright was falling. Shane Wright was supposed to go number one. Yes. And being a Canadian, I thought he would. <clears throat> didn't. <clears throat> New Jersey passed on him. And then whoever three was. Took a different center. Arizona yep. took defenseman. My mind exploded. And then Seattle's sitting there. I'm like, well, Seattle's going to take him, but I was hoping that Steve would just pop up there and grab him and how awesome that would be. Um, yeah, I don't know. Wild draft. Yeah. Wild. Just some wild and crazy drafts. But, you know, Steve's up to something. He's just so close to the chest that you just don't know. Anything you liked about uh, the guys that were drafted, like, other than Casper. The second round, we had a couple picks, I think. Uh, I think the third round. No, we traded a third. We traded our third. I think oh, we had two, had a, we two had seconds. Two, two seconds, seconds and a couple fours. Yeah. Yeah. 
Second round. Uh, yeah, we got. Uh, <coughs> I know that Dylan, Dylan James, who's <laughs> headed to the University of North Dakota ne- next season, rookie of the year in USHL. Yeah, he had a good. He had a good uh, last like twenty percent of the season. Yeah, and then Dimitri Buchnikov. Yeah, smaller guy, um, but a lot of people would have put him as a first round talent, other than his size a little bit and the fact of like all the questions coming out of Russia on whether. Athletes are yeah, I've seen – when I saw his name, I saw him on both. I saw him as a third-round pick, too. The last couple of years, I've seen the guys that have been rated third or fourth rounds and we're snagging them in the second. I just – you know, I trust their process. I, You know, I'm not going to disagree with them, you know, but um, just based on the boards, I've seen them a little bit later going to later rounds. But, hey, you know, if you like a guy, you like a guy, and I have no problem with that. We got another 6'4 defenseman. Uh Anton Johansson. Johansson. Yeah, we have like eight of them now. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, that Lombardi guy. Yeah. Um, Amadeus Lombardi. What a Ooh, name. That's a name. What a hockey Love name. Love that. Amadeus. Amadeus. Amadeus Lombardi. Yeah, we just all hope that that's a steal yes. and he makes it. Yes. And then Maximilian Killapinen. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Gets better. Tanias Mathurin. Yeah. Ben's brother. Just kidding. Owen Mellenbacher. Brennan Ali. Don't know much on any of those guys. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I watched I watched Marco Casper film. Uh, he looks very good with the puck in spurts, but like I know watching the film that I'm going to see, it's all going to be cut down to his good points, and right, that's going to be right. it. But like you know, being 17, playing with a bunch of grown ass men in Sweden. Well, well, you know, our Anderson, our Swedish scout, has been with the team for millions of years, and he's done great. We're always poaching. You have Cronwall Lidstrom in the back. In the the field of dreams over there, talking to these kids. Okay, makes sense. Right. Um, Draper said he saw him play him thirteen times. Okay, so there's consistency there. So if you see something, why you smiling over there? (laughs) But going back to the whole Shane Wright thing, I was like, I kind of wanted to, you know, if I was seeing theoretically, if they traded Bertuzzi, would I be upset? You know, it would hurt me a little bit. Yeah, and well, it depends on what you get back. Yeah, obviously. So I'd want to yeah, haul, but right, like, but right. he, I like the way he plays. He plays. Yeah. It's just, I agree. is he that number one core? P, you know what I mean? I feel like he's right. more of a second line, right? But whatever, you don't know. Well, we're gonna hit up a little Detroit Tigers minute. Why are you smiling? <laughs> we'll be right Some, back. Something funny was. Uh, You're funny. Was sent to me. All right, we'll be right back with Detroit Tigers Minute. <laughs> it's Tuesday on Pound Cake, and it's time for another rousing rendition of the Detroit Tigers Minute. I don't know what happened in the last week, but it seems like the constant harassment here has lit a fire in the pants of the boys from the D. Tuesday, we hang 11 big ones on those pesky grundles. Cabby goes 3 for 3 with two RBIs and giving Drew Hutchinson his first victory of the season. Wednesday, we complete the sweep and give those grundles a good licking, winning 8-2. Then it was off to the south side of Chicago for four against the Cocksuckers. Hard-fought victories Thursday and Friday, winning 2-1 and 7-5, and also avoiding late-ending comebacks both nights, and extending our winning streak to six gosh-darn games. But just like the longest of Dave Matthews songs, all good things must come to an end. We lose the last two games of the series against the Cocksuckers 8-0 Saturday, taking our shutout total to 11 for the season, 
and an eighth inning Robbie Grossman error on Sunday, his first in 440 games, gives those damn cocksuckers the win. The boys look to get back on track this week. Four against the Peasants from Kansas City that has given us fits this entire season, and four against those stinky Grundles again before we head into the All-Star break. Ten and a half games behind the Tinkles in the AL Central with a lot of ball left to play. We need a hero. Coming on a hero in the end of the night. <laughs> I need a hero. Need a hero? I need a hero. Euro. Uh, off topic. Toronto Maple Leafs have made a trade. What they're doing in their front office, I'm not 100% sure. Is this breaking news? Breaking news. Red alert. Red alert. The feast. It's breaking not, it's not news. that exciting, but it's stupid. Exciting. Uh, okay. They let Jack Campbell go, who they should just resign. They traded Peter Morazic during the draft to unload some money. Okay. Only to trade for Matt Murray from Ottawa, who has had two years in a row of career worst years and is, has a remaining $25 million four-year deal left on the books. Whoa. What is what is happening? Do you have that much faith that he's going to turn it around? <laughs> that you just let Jack Campbell go, who's been like... Right, right, right. Besides all your other issues you have in Toronto, kind of saving you? And then you just you trade Mrazic, who I understand he hasn't performed. No, he's... But he's don't get rid of toast. Campbell to get a trade from Matt. I'm confused. And the, unless I'm missing something that and like, the six and a half million dollars a year that he's well, making. Well, Ottawa's gonna eat twenty five percent of it, but still. Still. Four years, what? Five mil? Yeah. A year? Yeah, stupid. Stupid. Detroit Pistons. Oh, I forgot about them. Sad. Summer, summer league opened <laughs> Summer League opened up. Is there what happened? Is he hurt for real? Yeah. How bad? Uh, there's they don't they're saying not too bad. We're talking about Jaden Ivy, yeah. By the way, um, they're saying not too bad. I don't think, but I w- we were talking about this before the show. I th- I we'd be surprised to see him again in the summer league. I doubt it. Yeah. So, um, and he was first game of the summer league, he had twenty points, six rebounds, six assists, and in the second game he had eleven points in five, five minutes, minutes yeah. to start the game before he got hurt. So, um. Shut him down. Shut him down and get him ready for the regular season. And Shut he looks down. promising. Uh, yeah. When he can start deciding, you know, still going fastball, 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 and throw a changeup in there, it's going to be amazing yeah. to watch. Yep. When he develops a, a change, little bit of a floater game. Change, a, change of direction. Yeah. Yep. Just a dribble game that yep. way because he's so quick. Like, you can start doing some crazy job. He's, yeah. You know? Yep. Uh, he's going to be really fun. Jalen Duran and Stewart playing five and four was interesting at first. Beef stew at the four. But has he turned a corner a little bit for me. So I hesitate a little bit because it's just summer league. But but he does seem to be showing a little bit of game that we didn't know that he possessed. I think he's quick enough to play the four and he's big enough to play the four, so I think that's okay for defensive purposes. Does he develop an outside game, and he's and looks like he's working on and it. They, they send at least the summer league yep. green light, green light, and it's not like he. There's been a couple bricks, yeah, but he's hitting some shots, yeah, yep. Uh, so continue to develop that because if yeah, if if he can be your four or yeah. at least be in your rotation, remember Anthony Tolliver, just like that weird, right. yeah, then great, yeah, energy guy. Livers has been playing great, yeah. Um, 
Livers did have a he had a bad first first game. game. The second yeah, game, the second he played game, game. He turned around. Yeah, uh, Duran's been you know he's gonna be a ooper for sure. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan four point eight. Yeah, yeah, he's a uh, um. What's up, Kyle? Nothing much, man. Well, I'll pitch in here. Oh, I just yeah. want to keep looking at me. I had a hundred. I'm sad about Jaden Ivey though. I was excited to watch the rest of his games. I'm yeah. League. When I saw that, they're just saying it's not serious. That that, that was just a happy because I saw it. And I was like. Hopefully he just tweaked it. Yeah, as long I as there's mean, no structural damage, like it's just a sprained ankle. As long as there's know? no ligament damage, yeah, so we're no, all we're all fine. He'll be fine. Yeah, but Cunningham put on some pounds, I guess, and he's ready to go. Yep, yep. Yeah, he is. Yeah, sneak bay. Sneak bay. Sneak bay. Kelly Olynyk. Kelly Olynyk. Neurons in the way. I don't like when people play with my phone. I don't like people playing with my phone. <laughs> Uh, great young team though. <laughs> uh, you know one player, one player that kind of is upsetting me is Brandon Key though. He's been all over the place for me. Weird, can't play defense, can't rebound. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, he's struggling. He's not gonna make the team. Uh, right. I he, maybe he was replacing McGruber. He's <laughs> that type of player. Yeah, he is. Um, but yeah, I, but you know, I mean, it's just like quit playing yeah. him for a minute. Yeah. Okay. What's up, Kyle? Nothing much. Yeah, you, uh, you're just getting. Are you like lotion? Got the lotion out? I see. You got the I'd, tissues. I'd out for the rest bucket. I had 100 milligrams of buffalo oh, chicken dip bu- before you guys got here. <laughs> Actually, go. I finished it right when we walked in. There but, we go. Uh, I was gonna ask best faction of all time, but uh, least favorite kind of potato chip. <sighs> least favorite potato chip. Yeah. This is gonna. So this is gonna be a very unpopular opinion, but it is very easy for me. Yeah. And it's original Lay's. Mine salt and vinegar. <laughs> Is it Kyle? <laughs> I thought you'd get what I. <laughs> oh, we'll be right back with some other funny shit we did this one time hey before Kyle. we count down the top ten favorite wrestlers. Hey Kyle, <laughs> go fuck yourself. <laughs> Check out The Feast by Spinebuster Sports, available on all major podcasting platforms every Tuesday at 8 a.m. And go to SpinebusterSports.com for all the latest news on The Feast and other Spinebuster Sports podcasts. And go to Shop.SpinebusterSports.com for all The Feast, Spinebuster Sports, and Pappy's merchandise needs. Now we're going to throw it back to episode 31, where we talked about what we had learned that day. Kyle, what did you learn this week? I learned that Shaheen Holloway was pretty much signed, sealed, and delivered to Scene Hall before St. Peter's got off the floor Sunday. Are you are you hurt by that? No, I just that's all, that's what I learned. Okay, I've learned something. You kind of learned anything last week. You knew it all. <laughs> I just blacked out. It's like, oh uh, yeah, I learned that uh, I put pants on. I learned that dogs don't lay eggs. <laughs> that's I. Learned something today. I learned, I learned if you take a nice creamy shit in the best bedroom, that's okay. Uh, Burns, what did you learn this week? Uh, <laughs> um, Carmelo wears a gimp mask. <laughs> yeah, I actually didn't know that. That's wild. Uh, Mike Shashevsky's a piece of shit. I, no, I knew that shit. No, I learned I've that known today. that for a long that's, time. That's the one I learned. I've known that for a long time. Uh, I, oh. What did I learn? Uh, I learned about the Steiner brothers. <laughs> Joe and Mark. 
<coughs> Rick and Scott from Bay City, Michigan. Terrific. University of Michigan alums. National champions in wrestling. Terrific. Socks, what did you learn today? I learned that if you want a good towel, <laughs> you can go to com. <laughs> and also, if you want to get your ear holes filled, you should listen to The Feast every Tuesday morning. We slap you with fucking knowledge. Yeah, we'll slap And we'll even give you a towel to clean it up with. <laughs> Count it. Have a good night, everybody. Don't forget to tip your waitress. Oh God! Well played. Welcome back. He's a cowboy. You, you totally, you totally <laughs> redeemed yourself. If you enjoyed that, you want to hear other funny stuff. Check out our archives available on all major podcasting platforms, and remember to subscribe so you'll get our latest episode every Tuesday at 8 a.m. It's the Feast by Spinebuster Sports. Yeah, it would have all been fun in there. Welcome back oh. to the Peace by Spinebuster Sports. We're brought to you by Sky Mint Premium Cannabis of Portage, Michigan. If life has you down and you feel like you're in last, go to Sky Mint Premium Cannabis. They'll get you higher than a pterodactyl's ass. <laughs> Sky Mint Premium Cannabis of Portage. Mention you listen to the Feast. Get 10% off. Not stackable with other discounts. Must be 21 years or older to redeem. Only available at SkyMint. And it goes until Sunday, 717. Go take advantage of the spectacular deal and all the great deals at SkyMint Premium Cannabis Supportage. Cool thing, Arm. Pterodactyl's ass, huh? They might even have. That's the one I waited on. A strain there called Pterodactyl's ass. <laughs> that would have surprised me. <laughs> the feast. <laughs> They're not what we're talking we're about. we to partner with. <laughs> Soon to come brand Spinebuster Sports Pterodactyl's ass pre-rolls and gummies. Yeah. Mmm. <laughs> these things taste like shit. <laughs> yep. Oh. Uh, no, it's been real nice. Uh, <laughs> man. Sponsor us. It's been uh, fun for me to pull these things out of my pterodactyl's ass that all it, the time. That, that it is. So, yeah. yeah. We do appreciate it. Yeah. And hopefully we can continue. continue. Yeah. Uh, next week on The Feast. I'm sure we want to. If we didn't want them over before, we definitely want them over just now. <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, we do, or, or they're like, I think we have, a, sure we have an opt-out clause, don't we? <laughs> Maybe we just opt out. <laughs> Make sure we only do these. We have team, team, team options, uh, not player options. Team options. Wow. Okay, let's. I know you're excited. You are. No, wait, 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 before we get, before we get in, look at them to the main event <laughs> next week on the feast by Spinebuster Sports. We count down mascots. top ten mascots yeah, of all time. Yeah, that'll be a fun one. Uh, and I'm sure oh, we'll, the little red thing. We'll find some hilltop the. Talk to the hand stuff and the tree. Can't wait. We'll have a Detroit Tigers minute and maybe something for happen for full spread, but who knows? Probably some Baker Mayfield. God damn it. So let's go. I your top ten greatest pro wrestlers of all time. Ooh-wee. Gentlemen, why don't we do this like we did we've done these before? Go ahead. Somebody bring up a name. Let's talk. Um, 
Stone Cold Steve Austin. Start with a bang. That is a great, great one to bring up. Uh, you know, leader of the Attitude Era. I mean, for the two years that he was there at the <laughs> top, he could, nobody caught fire faster and harder than he did. He, he, wanna, was, he was the only person that could catch that, like, caught up and passed Hogan money-wise yeah. when you're looking at, like, all the different areas of the product. And money's one of those huge ones. He's the only person that could get up to Hogan at that point in time. Yeah. One of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Stone Cold. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Everybody. Oh, yeah. He, he played the antihero. Yeah. You know, He's lone, great. Well, lone wolf. He was even yep. like like that in the locker room. You know, that's what made him successful too. Is he didn't. You know, he was he was getting there. He wanted to be there. He wanted mm-hmm. to own it. You know, if he didn't take that pile driver wrong, and then a couple of those other bumps he had with you know that Booker T one with the table yeah. for the back, you know, issues. You, you never know. Uh, but regardless, you know, for a lot of us who are in our you know. 30s and you know 30s and 50s you know i mean 30 through 50 <laughs> yeah somebody who we know somebody who, somebody who we liked he had a great rivalry with a lot of if people you're 30 year old or if you're 50 year old you'll love so cold steve austin sorry i'm hooked on pterodactyl ass yeah. uh he had some of the greatest feuds of all time like you know, mcmahon mcmahon yep uh, Undertaker was one Bret of my, Hart. Bret Hart, Sean. Well, no, not Sean Michaels. Um, who's the other one? Uh, Triple H, Dude Love, Dude Love. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah. you know, there's just that was an easy one to start off with. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Burns, Ric Flair. Yeah. Good work, Chris Burns. Sixteen-time World Heavyweight Champion. Woo. 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 Thank you. Uh, you know, back. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't do like that. It doesn't do that. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. Back, you know, back in the day when the territories were still a thing and the world champion traveled territory to territory, Ric Flair went everywhere and wrestled 60 minutes, minutes made the top guy in the territory look great every single mm-hmm. night, barely left with the championship and made a living of it and was yeah. You know, in his day, widely considered the greatest professional wrestler of all time uh-huh. and just great at stel- uh, telling stories, you know, and the life he lived as seen in the Flair 30 for 30. Uh, he lived the life that he perceived to have on TV and yeah. he was the real thing. Yeah, he, you know, he was a great performer. You know, like he said it's all about in that in this business, it's all about telling a story. Uh, and it's making you feel emotions. Either I hate you, or I fucking really love you, or uh, you know, I, I was a, I was a, I respect Ric Flair. You know, obviously I like the Four Horsemen. Uh, he's a great talker. He played that great heel that you liked. You know, um, but yeah, the maybe the biggest highlight from him um, would be creating Joe Caputo's. Long time, long lost, forever girlfriend, Charlotte Flair. Yes. Chuck. Joe's favorite. Chuck. Charles. Chuck Chuck Flair. Hey, Chuck. What a tribute. Oh, God. The greatest wrestler of all time. What up, Chuck? (laughs) Chuck and Larry. Uh, Yeah, no, for sure. You can just tell. I didn't know where you were going with that. (laughs) The way your lips were twinging when you were saying that, I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? I forgot about Chuck. Uh, uh, You know... 
Where do we go? One from of my here? favorite wrestlers, <laughs> no. you know, in that late nineties era that, you know, didn't get his due till after he had passed away and passed away far too early was Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. And had great matches with Rey Mysterio and WCW came to WWE and had spectacular, spectacular matches in WWE and just, you know, got his small championship run and then, passed away far too soon and yeah. we never really got to see like there was talk of him versus Shawn Michaels at a WrestleMania going to happen and he he was a guy that you could put as the main event card with mm-hmm. anybody on the roster because one he was so talented and once again he was one that showed emotion and can tell a story you know the fact that he wasn't you know he wasn't necessarily a mid-card guy but he was a mid-card guy but he was such a too good of a mid-card guy uh, who did he win the championship against? Was it Brock? Yeah, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, like just watching that clip of him winning and like you love him or hate him. If you were an mm-hmm. Eddie Guerrero fan, you were a fan of Eddie Guerrero that night. Yep. Just because you appreciated what he did for the as as what we watch it for. You know, some of us watch it for different. You know, it is you know male soap opera and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It gets you hyped for that kind of like I oh, was gonna fuck this person over. You know, but you know there is wrestling tactics of it all too that. We, we enjoy as well. And Eddie Guerrero was, he gave it his all and mm-hmm. he had no fear. Viva La Realiza. Yeah. Yep. Good call. You got it. Well, do you want me to just keep going in my realm of favorites here? <laughs> yeah, we can just keep going. Like I'm kind of, I'm kind of throwing it up to everybody, so anybody can talk about Daniel Ryan, D. Bry, American Dragon, the B plus player, B plus player. I can relate so many things in my life to him. <laughs> no, but like seriously, like such. Like, technic, technic, technical skill. Like, he goes out there every night and puts on, like, the best match of the show. Crisp. And he's done it for years when he's been healthy. Yeah. And no one does it better than him when he is healthy. Yeah. And the WWE storyline fell right in their fucking lap, and they almost fucked it up. No. Yeah. They tried really they hard. They tried so hard. But, like... Is disappointed being of the rain when to start fucking shit up. Yeah. As disappointed as someone like you were, Socks, at SummerSlam. No, but no, that was great. That should have happened that way. But it But they weren't building it up to WrestleMania no, they, and they should like, have. That just fell into their lap and they ran with it because like when of, he wasn't thirty on Royal Rumble. Yeah. It was that a mess. Was so stupid. Was, oh my god. They could have popped did, so hard. How do you that. get Rey Mysterio booed out of the Royal Rumble? Like yeah. we sat there that night and was like Scabby Dana Bryan. Like that's the only it thing just that makes, makes sense. sense. No. Nope. We'll we'll figure out some weird way to Finagle him into the championship. Yeah, Daniel Bryan win like five matches in a row, and, and it's like Batista versus Randy Orton and a triple threat match. Yeah, you had to be Triple H first, and uh, but they were at the Silverdome, brother. You know, you you, you put that whole t- the technicality part of the wrestling and how crispy is and all that stuff, and then you throw the whole yes and vibe with it, yep. and then you just that could have been just that could have carried him. Well, mm-hmm. going from opening WrestleMania and losing in 18 seconds to he's a he's a and that on the business side he's a team player that way. Yeah, you know it's like you yeah you're gonna mm-hmm. you're gonna take your losses, but I think he's a team player of of pushing the right people when it's you know time and um he was a different kind of Stone Cold Steve Austin yes did that same role against the authority figure right as not being and, like and they could have done that you know they could have ran with that for a very long time if he stayed healthy. Yeah, you know, no, like he was—he's probably the best underdog type of storyline of all time, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Like he, you know, the whole SummerSlam thing heavy. He finally got there, and then the Triple H thing and Randy Orton cashing in—awesome. 
and then was so always honored, always play, always willing to do the two on ones, mm-hmm. and you know, just got his ass kicked. And I just wish he would have stayed healthy; it would have been interesting, or even better, you know, CM Punk would have stayed around, or you know, if <laughs> they would have treated Finn Balor better. Like there could have been a lot of potential of. I'm glad you bring up Finn Balor because that's one where, especially with his Demon King. It's one one of the things they ruined again, right? Like yeah. they they made it too. It shouldn't be like a just on pay per view. It should have been like once, twice a year. Right, and when right. it comes out, he's a menace, right? And now they've right. done it, and now they've done they've went back to that because he doesn't do it nearly as much <clears> as he ever. And that and that before. could he could if they do it right, that can benefit him now, right? Again, right? But yeah, that's another gimmick. But that, now he's he's the leader of the new Judgment Day faction, and they took out Edge, so it'll yeah. be interesting. And that's another person that we can talk about is Edge, who I don't think gets. In, at least in my mind, yeah. enough respect, even though he has multiple championship reigns. But I feel like he was always the guy they had to lean on after guys like Cena, Batista, and Orton got hurt or something happened. And Yeah. It's it just, uh, you know, in the era that we like to think like the best is like if Stone Cold went down, you still had who? The Rock. If The Rock mm-hmm. went down, who would you have? Triple H. Mm-hmm. Those three were awesome. Then you still have Undertaker who... Didn't need a title to have a main event storyline. Mankind. Mankind and Kane. And then, you know what I mean? So you had seven, eight guys there. Any, any one of those. And then when Brock Lesnar shows up, you know. Big show. Big show. And then, but Edge didn't pop out until all those guys were kind of past their prime. Well, Edge was, Edge popped out in 97. No, I'm talking about like as a champion. Like oh, as a champion? Yeah, yeah. not until like. like he was a, he was the, he was a great mid card guy with a Christian and I think it even took a little bit longer than that because like I think it was like 05 or 06 yeah, I feel so. like but he did you but, know what a lot of guys do and did that tag team route and uh you know just took a little bit longer than ever yeah I wouldn't else. say but I they played they just played great heel a great heel tag team and like I one of the best tag teams of all time yeah the brood get f- five second the brood Bose. edge and christian yeah i hated that face <laughs> uh burns do you want to talk about the obvious pick that you haven't said about yet um santino morella <laughs> no i had someone that i wanted to talk about but it uh oh i <laughs> the sock <laughs> the snake bro snake. the snake um that's <laughs> Uh, it's not who you think I'm going to talk about, um, but it's someone who should be talked about if we're going to talk about, at least in the last few years here, is Bray Wyatt. I love him. Um, not the most technical wrestler ever, but character-wise, who plays better characters than him? Well, you know, the best of all time is Undertaker in that category, yeah. which we'll get to, I'm sure, right. in a second. Yep. What, a, what could have been a wonderful passing of the torch if they would have done it right. Mm-hmm. They they always want to do these these comeback. They hey, we'll fucked the, up Bray Wyatt so many times. Well, 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 this, well, well the same thing. Ha- can we make the same thing happen again from twenty years ago? And then the one thing that you could have done with Bray Wyatt doing something twenty years ago with the Undertaker, they don't fucking do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I that whole faction thing I think was, I think you could have gone far with that against um, the Shield. You know, there's so much opportunities with. You know, then you have Luke Harper in your back wing supporting him. And Luke Harper was such an underrated mm-hmm. wrestler, man. Mm-hmm. And then I think they just, storyline, they just messed it up. Yeah, which they tend to do. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, I'd be remiss if I didn't go more into people that just put on the greatest matches of all time because you know how much of a mark I am for, like, just fucking spectacular matches. So I need to talk about someone like Kazuchika Okada, the New Japan Pro Wrestling uh, star. We'll give you that and Kenny Omega. And Kenny Omega. I watch Shinsuke. Shinsuke could be thrown in this. Uh those guys put on a quad of matches in 2017-2018 that are widely considered the greatest professional wrestling matches of all time. And I watched the last one, the highest ranking one, earlier today again. And it's an hour and a half long. Right. It's a best two out of three falls match. And it is hardcore balls to the wall all the way. And the fact that those guys told a different story through four different matches and it was Omega not being able to get over it, not being able to get over it, not being able to get over it. They, you know, time limit draw, time limit draw, time limit draw. And then the underdog effect, mm-hmm. he, you know, it's, gets it's, over it's the simple to get people but over no, in this business, but nobody had been, nobody's been having better matches on a consistent basis yeah. than Kenny Omega in the United States. Right. And both those guys need to be mentioned because they've put, New Japan Pro Wrestling on their back for a couple of years. Sure. So I hear you on that. Ken Shamrock. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I'll, well, might as well bring up The Undertaker now. Yeah. You know, did it for 30 years. Yeah. Just watched his biography last yep. night. Uh, Mark Calloway. Mark Calloway, former basketball player. You know, hell of an athlete for being, you know, six, eight or whatever he is, you know, doing that top rope arm bar deal he does. Phenomenal. Skin the cat, or no, the walk, uh, the the walk of whatever. Yeah, the walk. Uh, obviously, you know the perfect gimmick with you know. Then you have a finishing move with the tombstone pile driver. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just everything. Even when he did the badass thing for a minute, you know, he still pulled it off. Kind of showed who he was as a person. He's an American badass. American bad. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, Kid Rock. <laughs> God bless. Uh you know, it wasn't always. It's just one of those guys that I would never like, oh, I want to tune in to see Undertaker. But I remember when I first watched, from my perspective, first time I ever watched pro wrestling, The Undertaker had the purple going on. Um, 94-ish. Yes. And it was like on USA Saturday morning or whatever. And he was facing, it was something with uh, Yokozuna and Hacksaw. It was kind of a crazy thing. Anyway, uh, creepy. Got you tuned in. Mm -hmm. Told a story. Mm -hmm. Yep. You know, had the whole darkness background, uh, and then obviously the WrestleMania stretch. You know, going twenty one and zero, and then you know, you, you, Vince McMahon being a dick. You were talking about uh, leading up to Survivor Series ninety four, where Undertaker led the um, Team America versus the Foreign Fanatics yes. against Yokozuna and multiple people, mm. and that's how my brain works. Yeah, so. there you go. So, but uh, you know, just and then the rivalry with Kane, and one of my favorite mm-hmm. eras mm-hmm. in the Raw era was. Him and Stone Cold were tag team partners, and then they were also facing each other for the championship, and it was just a whole drama, you know. Summer, summer of 98. Yeah. Leading highway, the highway to hell. <laughs> highway to hell. Summer Slam 98 main event. So just, you know, you know, and then, you know, you talk about Hell in the Cell with Mankind. Who I love June Mankind. of 98. Who I love Mankind, by the way. Yes. Yeah, talk about throwing off yep. the cell. Uh, yeah, Mankind, I didn't even have him on the list, and I uh, question it because... I mean, we'll get to arguing this out in a minute, but uh, did it, it definitely had a lot of iconic moments that you remember if you 
like getting thrown off the cell. I watched that live, and that was terrifying. Terrifying, yeah. intense. And then going through, through the, yeah, going through is because yeah. he that was yeah. when he was knocked out, and then yeah. he was like, oh, then I realized I had no teeth left, or I lost three teeth, and one of them's through his nose. Yeah, and then he gets up. And being the crazy bastard that he is, he's in the corner smiling <laughs> and just played it off as the psycho that yeah. mankind is. Yep. And then he developed that mankind's going to take punishment and once again kind of an anti-hero eventually. And then he pull out the Sako situation and he's got that funny gimmick to throw it over entertaining-wise too. You know, yep. I, I'm, I'm, yep. I'm, I'm, I was happy when he won that championship. You know, one of those guys that definitely deserved it. Burns, you so got Sako, huh? You got That's somebody, somebody in the back of your mind you <laughs> want to talk about? I here's the thing: you want me to say John Cena, and I get that. Excuse me, uh, who? <laughs> um, I just want you to bring him up. I can't bring him up. I don't. Think he belongs on? Oh, let's move on the list. I don't need to talk about. <laughs> See, this is the thing: he probably like, does, but we're like up- maybe at ten. <laughs> we're gonna bring up Hulk Hogan. And I have more respect for John Cena than Hulk Hogan because John Cena never really, uh, at least I guess I haven't heard many stories of John Cena using his pull to just completely destroy guys the way Mm -hmm. Hulk Hogan did. Yeah, Yeah, that's 100% fair. I mean, he's a locker room guy. You hear about good things with him. He he wouldn't be on TV things all the time if he wasn't. But there are two guys you have to talk about in this because they were... Hogan was the first guy, like, you know, that went and did motion pictures and... Black Hammer. White Lightning. Jesse Ventura. I forget. Yeah. (laughs) And was the fucking... uh, Was the face of the WWE. And then, you know, then there was... Well, obviously, The Rock, who did it way better than everybody else. And then John Cena's trying to kind of get, you know... Somewhere near, I think John Cena was just the four that he was consistent in the longevity of it. Yeah, well, and John Cena's got uh, he's tied with Ric Flair 16 championships, like he can, yep, he so he does belong. I mean, he for the business side of it, yeah, he belongs as far as like five matches of doom or five moves of doom or whatever. Like, I'm not the biggest Cena fan because I don't think his match quality is that great. Yeah, I did enjoy what he did with CM Punk in the summer of punk. I thought that took him to a different level. I thought at that point on is when Cena started raising his game up or something. When he was doing the U.S. Open Challenge, that was a huge time for that's him. That's awesome. That was, that was good, stuff. good stuff. Yeah, But his longevity, like, and the way he came in, the way he came in was great. The ruthless aggression. Like, mm-hmm. I, like I said, I appreciate everything, like, especially the fact for the young kids, like, he's their fan favorite, and that's a lot of respect right. because of the content that sometimes you can put out there. Like, you need that guy, and he owned it. And so I give him that respect. I just, as an in-ring performer and his story, just wasn't for me. Yep. Um, we haven't talked about Mr. Russell Mania. HPK. The Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The main event. Yep. The Showstopper. The Icon. Yeah, the Icon. You know, uh, first Hell in a Cell match with The Undertaker. Mm-hmm. Very mm-hmm. first ever. Uh Iron Man match with Bret Hart, another Fantastic guy we're, we'll talk about here in a second. Huge rivalry. Yeah. Uh, 
just carried that mid nineties time when wrestling was down until the NWO kind of blew the doors. Well, off the he, he blew the, he blew the, the doors wide open for anybody that was not 300 pounds and less than oh, six no. foot eight. You're right. Yeah. Yep. He was yep. that first Daniel Bryan 100%. guy. We talked to Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, mm-hmm. AJ Styles. Yes. These, these guys yes. we're going to talk about. Mm-hmm. Yes. He was the first one that did it. And, Maybe the only other person I can think of is another guy we'll talk about, and that's guys like Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage, who are really probably those first guys that did it. Yeah. True. But he's a part of that that group. No. But I but think he's the one that better. put it over. Yeah, because when he was, like, he always brought it on the biggest stages. Because Randy Savage, well, yeah, he was a shorty. I know he was, like, five, what, nine or something. I can't remember. And he, But he was, you he was know, thick. Shawn Michaels was, was not, you know, he had the, still had the small man body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that's a good pick. Uh, Bret Hart. Yeah, that's a good one. You know, there's the so there many. Is, the best yeah. there was, the best ever. Be here for it's, it's t- tough to do. Yeah. Tough to do just I mean, a triple, top ten. Triple H. Right. Boom. We didn't even talk about The Rock yet. Right. Yeah. Scott Hall. Gold Dust. Gold Dust. Booker T. <laughs> realistically. AJ Styles. Yeah. AJ Styles. CM Punk. D'Lo Brown. Elo Brown, fuck off. I love, oh, fuck off. Come on. <laughs> love them. Val Venus. Barry Horowitz. Oh, I meant to do, I meant to have a bunch of list of names. We were going to do uh, wrestler or not a wrestler. Names oh, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Names like Super Destroyer. Versus? It's just me. Is it, is it a wrestler? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me, these, are these wrestling names? Wrestling names are fake. Wrestling or fake? Yeah, I, can pull, I can pull up a freaking <laughs> WCW roster yeah. and you won't know. None of us will know. Glacier. <laughs> the artist formerly known as Prince Iakea. Yeah. Glacier. Disco Inferno. <laughs> Super Destroyer. Mega Destroyer. Kai and Tai. Barry Horowitz. <laughs> Just American gladiators. Yeah. Skip. Blazer. And zip. Blazer. 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 Uh, I do want to talk about uh, Ricky Steamboat and Randy Savage, especially Ricky Steamboat. We're not going to talk about Becky. We're going to talk about Becky Lynch, too, right? Greatest ever? Like in the top 10 with everybody else? No. Trish Stratus? That's okay. That's closer. I would go more. Brie Bella. Okay, that's enough. Chuck Flair. Chuck. (laughs) Chuck. Chuck. <laughs> Hello, Chuck. <laughs> Ivory. Ebony. Lita. Ivory. Lita's dope. China. Oh, word. Okay. Harmony. There's a name that China. I can't really bring up, but okay. I think should be. Oh, yeah. The Canadian. Yep. Ooh. Crippler. Yep. Yeah. It's tough, man. Because I think he could have probably been probably top three on this yeah. list just on technicality alone. I mean, he was he was the the Daniel Bryan of the nineties of the late nineties. He's the one that did it the best. Oh yeah, better Ooh. than anybody else. Chris Benoit. Ah, uh, well, tough person to bring up for what what has yeah. happened in his life and that whole situation. Yeah. But it's hard to deny. <laughs> I mean, you're right. Yeah, but then. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He had the best matches in the 80s in the U.S. in professional wrestling in both. Uh, Somebody that could work an hour. Yeah. And make it like damn good the whole hour. Yeah. And just did it for years. And the only reason he wasn't bigger was because of the fact that he like stepped back for his family and like yeah. had some like 
poor things with some injuries and whatnot, but then came back again at WrestleMania years later and actually performed pretty well, and then had a little thing with Jericho for a minute. Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho. Dude, yeah. It's hard not, it's hard not to start thinking about him as being, uh, being he, uh, top, you know. I 100% agree, and I we've had this conversation because of the way things have happened in AEW and how he's... You know, it's the one thing, like, he's, he's a pretty talented wrestler. He's wonderful on the mic. And any time that you can be hilarious and be, like, he is the best sarcastic heel to ever play. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, besides just, maybe The Rock. Yep. Just He's his also, bullshit. His bullshit. Like, I loved his bullshit. He did some really funny shit. Like, remember when he used to put his hair in, like, yeah. that one top ponytail? <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, just, and then he had, like, pork chop sideburns. <laughs> Where he had nappies, uh, yeah. nappies body double, Ralphus. Yes. Just, yes. like, just even, like, his... What he wear like it's just he owned that shit. Monday night Jericho, wonderful. Yeah, when he popped in the scene, one of the best entrances in WWE, yep. I think. Oh yeah, the countdown. Y two K. Y two J. Y two J. Awesome. Y two J was one of my favorites. But just like his, just his comebacks and his like anytime that we'd nip him, he'd be all high pitched yep. voice, and I did love like the walls of Jericho was you know Boston Crab, but okay. And then he did the lion salt. I like that. And then even the one with the knees. What did they call that one? I'm blowing my load. And I can't remember. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the code breaker. Code breaker. So he <laughs> developed over the years, and then he got fat, and then he's in shape again. Yeah. But no, then he went, he went to AEW and has rocked it out. You know, the way his entrance is when everyone sings a song that he sings from his yeah. band you know on a cruise that he put together it just uh, further you know when he was the debut champion of the wrestling organization first uh universal yeah he's literally on a different level than anyone else really on this list yeah so you probably write his name down because we went on a jericho <laughs> tangent we weren't expecting that were we but you know he he just done it for a long time and he's I'm gonna give you extra points for being fucking hilarious yep. especially yep. when you're a heel and can take yep. it. Oh yeah, he when he uh, when he started doing the list and all that stupid the, shit. The list. Stephanie was a trash the, bag. Who? Yeah. <laughs> like just just when you have <laughs> Chris the list was so funny. I'm putting you on the list. Like when no, you just have when you say shit like like the Rock <laughs> well, was good at that the right. best at that. Yep. But I mean, Kevin Owens doing the whole festival of friendship, the whole yeah, like, weird, like he's like, just, yeah. he's just yeah. like that. God, you're such a stupid asshole. <laughs> but that's why I like it. Yeah. All right. So let's. Oh, and uh, Rock Lesnar, Lesnar, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins. I think these are guys. I think the, the thing about talking about guys like in the future, Finn Balor, and these guys are. They still have time yeah, before absolutely. they are. Up. That's the problem with a guy like Bray Wyatt, too, even though I think Bray Wyatt had the greatest like character we've seen in, other than The Undertaker in the last mm-hmm. 15 years. Well, especially when everybody's your own name now, like mm-hmm. you're John Moxley or Daniel Bryan, like yep. out of the character crew, you can still have that be a part of wrestling right. with Bray Wyatt. Yep. I know. Uh, and then Orton, we talked about Styles a Kyle little Orton. bit. Kyle Orton's another. Randy? Kyle, Randy Orton. <laughs> Kyle. Kyle Orton from Kyle the Orton, Purdue, Purdue Boiler Makers. <laughs> uh, well, Randy Orton. 
I'm so upset with you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Kyle. Oh, Kyle Orton, greatest pro wrestler Chicago, of all time. Chicago Bears. R- Randy Orton. Pro Bowl quarterback. <laughs> Randy Orton. Randy Orton. That's Randy Orton, right? R- RKO I out mean, of nowhere. I mean, R- R- that's one of the coolest things. The RKO? When the fact, you know, as, as you know, WrestleMania is when he does the, mm-hmm. the special RKOs. Yep. I know it's a diamond cutter, but, you know, he, he never did a diamond cutter D-D-D-D-D. when a guy jumped off a ladder. Or, or the one, he had the opportunity. When <laughs> Seth Rollins was trying to do the curb stomp, he dropped up in the air. And, that was dope. You know what I mean? Like, he just, he made that move. Yeah. It wasn't That's, just a diamond cutter. He made it awesome because it was out of nowhere. And I'll talk about Seth Rollins just because I think Seth Rollins has the WrestleMania moment. I think the only thing that ever beat out Daniel Bryan's WrestleMania moment was cashing in the next yeah, year. Well, they had two years of just spectacular storytelling and mm-hmm. ended up fucking it all up. Yeah. It's so crazy how they fucked it all up. Uh, I stopped watching because of it. Oh, we all did. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Bray Wyatt was the last straw for yeah, me, yep. honestly, and I was I was on the fringe. Yep. I was, I'm pissed that they let go of Keith Lee, but all right, we yeah. got to hammer this out. We're getting into... Ooh, late oh, territory. Yep. Yeah. So, who else did we just say? Uh, I don't know if there's anyone else. The Rock. Kurt Angle. Probably say Kurt Angle. Uh, yeah. Godfather. Yeah, the Godfather. El, uh, El Snow. Goldust. Duke the Dumpster Drose. Uh, Damien Sando. Kane. <laughs> the Miz. Isaac Yankum. DDS. DDS. Miz. Yeah. The Futures. He's in the Futures. Joey yeah. Abs. Pete Gas. And okay, Rodney. Shane McMahon. Mark oh, Jones. Mark. It's Mark Henry. <laughs> Spike, Spike Dudley. Okay, so. Rob Van Dam. Rick, okay, so on the list of the top ten. That hurt your head. Rick Flair. Has, man. Rick Flair. Rick Flair. We had Jericho. Rick Flair. Stone Cold. Shawn Michaels. Cena. Mm-mm. Not yet. Not yet. I'm gonna put Hulk Cena at the bottom. Put Hulk I'm at the bottom. Hulk at the bottom too. Those For are assholes. maybe alternates. Rock. Yeah. Uh. You gotta put Omega on there at least. Yeah. Daniel Bryan. I'll put Daniel Bryan on here. Respect. CM Punk. We didn't talk about it. Oh, God. <laughs> Shit. That's you were saving it for off. last. We're going to go Kyle's through. We're going to go 10 for, through 2. Yeah. And we're like, who we miss? He's going to be like, CM Punk. <laughs> we fucking. Uh, it's fucking clobbering time, boys. Uh, put Mankind on there for me. Okay. Just for the sake of argument. Then we got Undertaker. Okay, that's it. No, hold on. We can add more and we can chuck them down. Bret Hart. Triple H. Only because he's the fucking Goldberg. Son. Fuck you. Stone Cold. There we go. Stone Cold. All right. So we, what do we got? 11? 12? Uh, 13. Well, Cena and Hulk are around will mention. Yep. This is where it gets interesting from here on out. All right. So who is number one? After we talk, so we, we talk about all sports all the time, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about titles. We talk about longevity of a mm-hmm. career it's hard for me after watching the thing last night to not give it to undertaker who did it for 30 years who could run with it he was in the wrestlemania situation every year yeah you know he had the great character gimmick so I, i'm throwing that in the pot <clears throat> my number one choice is gonna be stone cold 
See, and I don't have necessarily any issue with either of those. I think we could also talk about HBK up there. I I think Jericho deserves to be in the talk, but Mm. I don't disagree with The Undertaker or Stone Cold. I would probably give it to The Undertaker just because of the longevity. That's why I wanted to bring that up. So So let's go Undertaker 1, Stone Cold 2. HBK 3. HBK 3. I like it. Might as well do Jericho 4, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny to look back on his career and right. like, you just don't think, right. and then you're like, holy shit. I mean, and he's entertained me for 25 years now. I think you got to go probably The Rock. Yeah, I agree. And then Nate, Rick Flair. Rick Flair. Rick Flair, yes. Yeah. CM Punk. Let me look at this. Dang. Yeah, put myself in a tough, tough. Dang, dang and lang. We have Bret Hart, CM Punk, Mankind, Daniel Bryan, and Kenny Omega. We got to take one out. One's got to come out. Yeah. For me, Bret Hart's coming out. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I was out of my era, so I'm okay with that, too. I'm going to put Omega at <clears throat> 10. Okay. I think Daniel Bryan can go next on the list. And then what about Andre the Giant in his era? Mm-hmm. Uh, Eric Claus, Mankind at nine. Fair. Ooh, I like that. If you want to do your CM Punk over Daniel Bryan, just fucking do it. Punk yeah. at seven, yeah. Bryan at eight. We all know Daniel Bryan's really number two. Very close. Hit the, it, Kyle. The Feast. Top 10 greatest pro wrestlers of all time. In our opinion. Number 10, Kenny Omega. Yep. Check out his matches with Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika. Number 9, Mankind. Check out Royal Rumble 1999 against The Rock. Mm. Number 8, Daniel Bryan, WrestleMania 30. Mm-hmm. SummerSlam. And some old uh, Ring of Honor stuff. And watch me cry. Was Nigel McGuinness. Triple H gives him the pedigree. Uh, CM Punk, number seven. Check out uh, his matches with Samoa Joe in Ring of Honor. Pipe Bomb. Uh, yeah, the Pipe Bomb. The Summer of Punk, uh, both in Ring of Honor and WWE. Number six, Ric Flair. Check out... Ooh. <laughs> uh, check out... Yeah, Strat. The Flair Steamboat matches from 89. Yeah, that's, that was good. Mm-hmm. Number five is The Rock, uh, the series with him and Stone Cold at WrestleMania, main event at three WrestleManias. Any interaction and he any, had with anybody. Any interview. Just look up Rock's best interviews. Uh, the time of Your Life or whatever. Oh, yeah, This with, Is Your Life with, with Mick guy. Foley. Yeah. The Rock and Stock Connection was mm-hmm. just another guy who was a champion and was funnier than shit. Yep. Yeah. Loved, uh, it. Loved it. Number four, Chris Jericho. Chris same Jericho. guy. Yeah. Uh, great matches in WCW. If the Rock wouldn't have left, I would have put Rock up higher than yeah. Jericho. Yeah. But uh, his match with Omega in New Japan Pro Wrestling was a big one. Has had some great matches in AEW. Uh, first undisputed champion. Yeah. First ever. undisputed champion beat Stone Cold and The Rock in the same night to become the undisputed champion. Which was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, number three is Shawn Michaels. Yeah. 
uh, matches with The Undertaker. Was the Eddie Murphy? Bret you know how Eddie Murphy was the SNL. Shawn Michaels was the WWE. Yeah, for sure. Number two, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Like I said, uh, check out his matches with Bret Hart. WrestleMania 13. Well, one just, of the greatest matches ever. And you know, he did it for, literally. Did it for like two years of the the top of the top of the podium there, and mm-hmm. like you, you think you felt like it was ten years, and you know. And the Undertaker number one, number one, the Undertaker. But, you know, you look back and you're like, holy shit, it was only like two and a half years that he was really doing it. Mm-hmm. And a few, like I said, it felt like ten. Yeah. So it's the feast, greatest pro wrestlers of all time. Taught me how to drink a beer on Joe's truck. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. So my Hooter shorts. Yum yum. What'd you learn, Kyle? What did I learn that uh, we didn't put Brock Lesnar on the list? <laughs> yeah. That's what I learned. It's okay. That we, that Chris Jericho is definitely a top five pro wrestler of all time. Yeah. yeah. Like, so it's talking Chris about. Jericho's on the Mount Rushmore. Look at our our Mount Rushmore. The Fees Mount Rushmore is Undertaker, Stone Cold Steve Austin, HBK, Chris Jericho. Interesting. Wow. That is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's in fucking. I thought Bischoff would be on there. Bischoff, yeah. I thought Barry Horowitz. Taz. Uh, you didn't bring up Taz. Mortis. Taz. Bam Bam Bigelow. Man, man, boss, man. Uh, Carl Malone, <laughs> Ken Shamrock, Jay Leno, <laughs> Ken Shamrock, uh, Cody Rhodes, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah, I didn't bring him up on purpose. Uh, Steve McMichael. Who's somebody else I hate? <laughs> um, Diamond Dallas Page, DDP, Jake the Snake Roberts, Ravishing Rick R- Root, Rowdy Piper. Yeah, uh, one the one guy who never won a. Yeah. Individual championship. Bernie, yeah. what did you learn? Did you learn anything? Um, I learned. You need to talk about this. Mark and Ken Snyder. Steiner. I, I know. I know. Uh, I learned. Um, Arn Anderson. To trust the process. In what? Steve Eiserman. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm getting impatient. Everybody is. Yeah. I'm turning into Joe last year. <laughs> I said, I said, please give me till next year. But well, now we're here. Oh, I meant. I said two years from last year. Oh, so story has changed. Oh, well, I listened to episode seventeen. I don't remember. <laughs> but I'm excited. I'm excited for all the youngins, man. I also learned that if you go to Skymint, they'll get you higher than a pterodactyl's ass. I mm-hmm. learned that too. Mm-hmm. Freaking, um, pterodactyl over here. <laughs> Yeah, Doyle. <laughs> I can't think of his name though. Doyle? Do- uh, not Doyle. That guy from uh, Major League, Harry Doyle. Harry Doyle. Kyle, Harry Doyle. <laughs> <laughs> Just a bit outside. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. We're probably on hour eight on your Tuesday morning. <laughs> Welcome to the feast, the mini series. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next week. Next week, mascots. That should be interesting. Scrody. <laughs> uh, we hope uh, we hoped that Stevie Y did some sort of move, either via trade or free agent yes. signing. Like I said, he's got to spend $11 million somewhere. Some of that will be Zadina. So let's say he's still got to spend seven. Got to figure it out. Yep. Something big is going to happen, everybody. When we don't know. Then. Enjoy your Tuesdays. Remember, Tuesdays. if you shake it more than twice, you're playing with it. Be in strong, be finish strong. Uh, don't forget to tell three of your friends. Golden rule. Uh, especially more so than now. Yes. yes.
I love you guys. Thank you once again for listening. Have a wonderful week. on Spinebuster Sports on Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Spinebuster Sports. Spinebuster Sports. Hit the buttons. You nerdies. <laughs>